It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. Hey, 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 would you look who has made it to the Fox Across America Game Ball presentation ceremony. You and me. And thank you for joining me here in this forum where we get together every week and we honor, we highlight, we showcase one guest who really did one way or the other have a profound impact on my broadcasting experience. Sometimes it's people who make me laugh. Sometimes it's people who've enlightened me, offered me some perspective on an issue I may not have had coming into the conversation. Uh, But sometimes it's just truly a career highlight, like a life experience I never could have fathomed something that just blew my brain into a billion little pieces. And that, of course, was this week's guest segment with the man who played Francis Buxton in Pee Wee's Big Adventure. One of the all time highlights of my life. When you talk about those key moments spread out over the decades of your life that you can remember every minute detail about as if it was happening a second ago, going to see Pee Wee's Big Adventure. I grew up in Levittown on Long Island. We went to a United Artists Theater on Hempstead Turnpike that's not there anymore. Uh, It was famous at the time for they used to have the Rocky Horror Picture Show on the weekend. So people would come in at midnight and Midnight Madness and they'd watch it and they'd scream and they'd watch the Midnight Madness film and they'd watch Rocky Horror and they'd sing along to it. People would be in costume, let's do the time warp, that whole thing. Well, I went to that theater, my brother Mike, my mom, my dad, my uncle Sonny, his girlfriend Ronnie, And we watched Pee-wee's Big Adventure, and we, like, genuinely laughed within an inch of our lives. Like, it was so stupid. It might be the stupidest thing ever made, but the thing about stupid comedy is you have to be smart to write it. That's why slapstick is as good as it is. Okay, if you watch a movie like The Naked Gun, which is probably also a top-two movie for me, okay, it's really, really stupid, which makes it smart. And I loved Pee Wee's Big Adventure so much, but the idea that I'd ever be interviewing anybody from that film, let alone having them on the show, knowing that, coming to find out anyway in real time, that they knew everything about me and my life. I had no idea Mark Holton was like a fan, per se. Uh, He and I had hooked up because he saw me talking about him on Fox one day, and he sent me a message. And I was like, yeah, sure, come on the show. And he came on the show and happened to know a hell of a whole lot more about me than even I think I knew about him which is wild, Uh, but he was such a cool guy, and he was funny, and he had such an infectious laugh, and the idea to be cracking up a guy who cracked me up so hard as a child. I mean, I play Pee Wee Drops on the show all the time. It's a game ball for Holton, uh, but I think he needs to share it with the universe because whoever played a role in orchestrating this chance, uh, you know, happenstance encounter, uh, I, I am forever indebted to you. So the game ball goes to Holton. Uh, but you will have to share it with the universe if such a thing were possible. You need to know this, and I had messaged you uh, privately about this. Okay, here at Fox News, I wasn't kidding when I said this, okay? Between the talent you see on TV, the producers that make these shows go round, and the actual executives that employ us, we speak in Pee Wee's Big Adventure shorthand, I would say like 60% of our workday. <laughs> I'm I'm not even kidding. Let me give you an example just so you can roll with me, okay? Every time every time on this show someone mentions Andrew Cuomo, okay, our governor here in New York who kind of went away, I frequently refer to him, just listen to me, as Hansy Andy Cuomo. Andy! Andy! And then you hear Pee Wee talking about Andy. 
Some yeah. sometimes when we're challenging a fact that we don't like out of the administration, you'll hear us say, "You can't just make up lies about people." The point is, we're always quoting Pee Wee in some capacity, and you, I, I just, you need to know this. You have there is a reverence for you specifically as the comedic actor that you are here that you probably didn't even know existed. Okay. And that that's I, I wanted you to have that, Holton, from us to you. I just I wanted you to know that you are greatly appreciated. This is friendly fire. But my question for you as a notorious bicycle thief and a guy who's in my all time favorite movie as well, The Naked Gun, is do oh. you do you like the direction uh, comedy is going in right now or, or are there things you would change? I think it's turning around. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I really do. I think it's turning around. I think people are are coming to his senses and saying, you know, enough of this woke baloney. Yep. I've had it. Mm-hmm. You know, funny is funny. This is not, I don't want to be lectured to. Mm-hmm. I think it's a very, very small percentage of the country yes. that's actually, uh, you know, mm-hmm. uh, ca- causing all the trouble for everybody else. But, yep. It's kind of, you a- know, that's, that's just, mm-hmm. that's just me. So, no, I do. I think it's like a tyranny of the minority where there was a moment there where the people getting upset oh, yeah. had power. Because we didn't understand how many num- what kind of numbers they had. You know what I mean? But you realize, yeah, yeah human nature is we just want to have a good time. I mean, and, and, and I think now that we've kind of stood behind the magician of the woke mafia and seen where the rabbit's going and how they do the card trick, I think we oh. are kind of trending back into the right direction. Because the, the next question I was going to ask you is I think Pee Wee was safe in any era, but the naked gun, uh, that, that had a lot of creative license. <laughs> With topical jokes at the time, there was a little, there was a little controversy in there. Uh, oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, but the idea of like Reggie Jackson killing the Queen and you recognizing Enrico Palazzo uh, was that the most fun film you worked on? You know what? I was there for a half a day in the stadium. Oh, that's funny, Dodger Stadium. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they brought in uh, the extras and and dressed it up, and I knew the storyline. And um, I was, uh, you know, pretty much in and out. They were really quick. Oh, that's funny. So, I mean, it was bada bing, bada boom, bada bang. I don't even think I, I was invited to the uh, the screening. Stop it. I was walking. No, I'm serious. I was like walking down Sunset or something, going to an audition, and some guy pulls up to the curb next to me, uh-huh. rolls his window down, and goes, Hey, it's Enrico Palazzo. You were bad, man. <laughs> I went, What the hell just happened? You know? <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, naked Gun. How did he know that? Oh. So it was. It was just like right out of the blue. That is, and uh, and it's just it's just ballooned over the decades. Oh, it's you know the the Enrico Palazzo thing, and and how how cool is that? It's it's you a, know? it's amazing. Uh, we're talking to the great Mark Holton, uh, Hollywood royalty, Fox News royalty as well here behind the scenes. <laughs> Um, I did not oh, know. I was just I was just down in Bricktown. I didn't realize you were born in Oklahoma City, but I was just at the Bricktown Comedy Club. Well, I'll be damned. Will, I wish uh, I'd known that. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, would you I, would you actually show up and would you come to a show the next time I'm in town? Because we'll certainly leave oh, you tickets. Hell yes. Oh, Holton. This yeah, is if deal. you come to Bricktown Comedy, I'll be there in a heartbeat, man. I'll, oh. if, if you come to Tulsa to do KRMG. Whoa! Twenty five minutes away from your from your studio. Holton, you know too much. I didn't realize you had this kind of intel. This is crazy talk. Well, that means a lot to well, me. Well, I, I live, believe it or not, uh, in a small town just south of Tulsa. Oh, get out of here! So i i can i can uh, i can be wherever you are in this state, anytime, anywhere, man. Oh wow! And uh, I've got a, a you're a cigar smoker, right? Yes, I am. 
Yeah, okay, I got a little uh, cigar lounge to take you to. Oh, man. We can uh, we'll fire one up and, uh, you know, throw up our feet some big uh, overstuffed leather chairs if you would like that. Hold on, this is amazing. I feel like I should be paying three ninety nine a minute for this kind of dirty talk. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> this oh, is man, you know, I, I can't thank you enough. You have, you have really made my year. Oh, uh, buddy. You're a great guy. I mean, <clears throat> I, I had... Uh, uh, and I, I just I, I, I feel, uh, you know, blessed beyond measure. I really do. Mm-hmm. And I know you feel that way about your life, too. Oh, and I, uh, it's, yeah. uh, you know, the more the more I listen to you and, and not just your funny side, Jimmy, mm-hmm. but 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 what you really think and feel or whatever. The other day you were talking about uh, <clears throat> holding your son for the first time mm-hmm. and uh, what was going through your mind and wondering how could anyone anyone not be protective of this you know being mm-hmm. and uh and i flashed immediately on my child mm-hmm. my first son and uh, his you know little hand gripping your little finger and yeah and i know okay that's a good strong boy he's gonna be okay and uh and then talking to him and him opening his eyes yeah and uh and looking me in the eye because he knew my voice because I had talked to him a lot. <laughs> yeah, oh, that is so crazy. I mean, the two things that really jumped out at me at the most, you're right, is Lincoln squeezing my finger, and then, of course, Maury Povich saying it was my baby. That was always, that all, That also got me as well. We're talking to oh Mark Holton. I'm kidding, man. <laughs> Listen to you. <laughs> you're like, wait a minute. We're talking to Mark Holton. That's so funny. Um, let me ask you a quick question because I appreciate that, you know, you getting me and what I'm trying to do. You know, I spent so much time as a cab driver listening to talk radio, and I was harboring this suspicion that there were millions of guys like you and me out there, like people who just got the joke, that most of what this is, especially when it comes to politics and issues, is we, you know, we kind of put ourselves in political boxes, but the truth is there's such a human element to all of this. And if you just prioritize these basic shared human experiences, there's still a way to make progress in this country. It just doesn't get clicks. Progress doesn't make get the clicks that sensationalism does. But if you actually care about a greater good, I mean, the things we're talking about, probably the way forward. So should you and I run for office or are you going to fail the background check like me? Oh, I, I would I would fail immediately. Uh, <laughs> my family would say, "What in the hell did you just pack into that last cigar, Mark?" <laughs> oh, hold no. oh, no, that's I, I'm I, 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 I wouldn't even think about politics. Why would you put yourself through that? No, you know, I mean, you're you're younger than me. You know, you were ten years old uh, the year that I uh, graduated from high school. Uh-huh. So, you know, you should be calling me Uncle Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Mark Holden's on the phone. Uh, let me ask you this. Uh, do you, sure. uh, are you are you still chummy? Do you talk to Paul Rubens once in a while? Uh, we, uh, especially, you know, during Christmas, you mm-hmm. know, he sends us a Christmas card. I'll send one back. Sometimes a, a little gift here and there. Oh, that's uh, awesome. He, he called this last, uh, my birthday, last uh, July. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, he he sent a video, and it went on forever. And it just, <laughs> you know, it was like all the years uh, melted uh, between us. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the last time I actually saw Paul was right before COVID hit. Mm-hmm. He was doing the national uh, tour mm-hmm. at these beautiful 
gorgeous old theaters. Mm-hmm. And he happened to be in Dallas, and I said, I'd like to come down there. He said, come on down, you know. Mm-hmm. And so uh, my wife and I went in there and sat uh, very, you know, nonchalantly quiet, incognito. And damn it if he didn't spotlight me. <laughs> so when he was backstage with security, I was getting mobbed. I didn't mind it a damn bit. I loved it, you know. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, I had this big guy come up to me and uh, throw his arms around me and say, can I have a, can I have a hug? <laughs> and I said, sure. And uh, this guy's got like shocks of gray in his hair, right? Uh-huh. And he said, you were part of my childhood. Um, and his voice was cravering. Oh, man. And it just, it was like, <clears throat> okay, I, I get it. Uh, you know, maybe I don't need to be so damn hard on myself anymore. <laughs> no way, and man. And that's when I started doing conventions. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Oh, when you think of what a. Speaking f- of that, yeah, speaking of that mm-hmm. p- pardon me for interrupting. Yeah. What, what weekend, what are the dates you will be at Bananas in New Jersey? Oh, Mark, I'll be there April 21st and 22nd uh, up here Knit. in Bergen. You gonna be uh, I will be in Persephone, uh, what is it, 25 miles away the next weekend. Well, you you know what? If you're around on the East Coast, we'll make you come to a Fox show or something. You can come here or come hang out or whatever. Don't worry about it. You don't have to make it to the stand-up show. You can get a— well, Twist uh, my arm. You won't have to twist it too damn hard either. <laughs> well, the listeners need to know. the way. One of the reasons this came about is you were watching Fox someday and Kennedy, one day, and Kennedy and I were on The Five, and we were talking about your film. And one of the things, Mark, that I didn't get to share with you about that experience is one time here at Fox, one of the best laughs we've ever had is Geraldo was on with us. And it was Kennedy and I were on with Geraldo. And the question was, if you could have one prop from any movie, what would it be? Kennedy said she wanted the bicycle from Pee-wee's Big Adventure. So I made a joke, which was, well, you're out of luck because it's at the Alamo in the basement. At which point, Geraldo chimes in. He goes, Alamo in San Antonio? And I go, yo, Geraldo, how many Alamos do you know? (laughs) 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 I've, I've I've never heard somebody yell out in Texas, remember the Alamo, and somebody yell back, which one? Oh uh, yeah, okay. I'm I'm having to uh, to bite my lip. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you go easy. You go easy on Aroldo. We'll rough him up when we see him oh, on yeah, TV. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So let me ask yeah, you this. You know, go, go ahead. No, you make go your ahead. point. Go ahead. No, I was just going to tell you. I, I have a, a friend in San Antonio that writes uh, for a paper, and he he had to do a story on the Alamo, and they now they actually have two basements for storage. <laughs> But they're just like packed full of crap. Yeah, yeah. You know, when he did the story, anyway, that was a, that was a, the, the story. Anyway, but anyway, just an FYI. <laughs> Adobe, that's unbelievable. <laughs> We're talking to Mark Holton. Um, I, I I have so many laughs. Uh, let me ask you a quick Team Wolf question too. Um, sure. Because wor- working on that film, I just recently showed that to Lincoln Fela. And uh, you, of course, hit an epic shot at the end. I don't mean to spoil it for people. You, you hit an epic shot at the end of the game. Uh, was Michael J. Fox cool to work with? Very cool. Very cool to work with. Nice. I was on the, the court with him back and forth 12 to 18 hours a day. It was just nuts. Wow. And he would, he would leave at the end of the day uh, towards the end uh, and was starting on um, uh, Back to the Future. Oh, wow. So, yeah, he was, he was, a, he was a cool guy. 
I enjoyed every minute I spent with Mike. Uh -huh. Did you, uh, as a result of that time period in the 80s, you're in Hollywood, you know Michael J. Fox. Did you spend a considerable amount of time of your youth driving around in a DeLorean? Uh, no, uh, never, uh, never uh, caught the eye. I, I'm probably more likely to see the DeLorean now <laughs> at the convention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, by the way, the convention in Persephone is uh, – uh, <clears throat> Excuse me, I got a frog in my throat. It happens. Uh, will will be a chiller theater. Ooh. Just think, Count Floyd, Monster Chiller Theater. <laughs> it's like 20, 26 years, I think they've been doing it now, and it's it's, it's a big one. Uh, so I hear it's, it's just supposed to be a pretty cool gig. So I'm looking forward to it. Well, listen, we're, we're going to make sure we have you back on to promote it. Uh, and certainly, if you're on the East Coast, we'll hook up when you come this way, and I'll let you know when I'm going down to Tulsa. But, uh, no, you yes, sir. you have uh, – I, I mean this. This is a big deal. Like, we're going to get off the phone. I'm going to send this to executives that think this is the greatest thing in the world. You have no idea. <laughs> you have a cult. You're like a legend. You're, you're, you're a bigger deal around Fox News than, like, Reagan. You're the, you're the Reagan of actors. How does uh, that sound? Bullshit. No, no, I meant Reagan, the, the porn actress, Reagan Fox. I didn't oh, mean Ronald okay, Reagan. Yeah, yeah, I'm okay. kidding. Well, you're right there. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'd actually call BS on the porn actress more than the president if I were you. Uh, listen. Okay, well, sure. Francis Buxton, uh, Mark Holton, this, I, I do mean this was a career highlight. Let's please do it again soon. Yeah, well, I, I would just like to say God bless uh, Mrs. Shimenti <laughs> for uh, putting you on this road with your, your little football helmet and uh, – <laughs> I wish I had one of my little football helmets that uh, were an, an incarnation before those that had a pencil sharpener in them, and you could pop the pencil sharpener out and stick it on the head of your G.I. Joe. Oh, my God, I remember that. Oh, this is you really you're taking me back now. <laughs> that is going to do it for the Fox Cross America Game Ball presentation ceremony. I hope you have the happiest weekend allowable by law. I will be back here on Monday bloated and fat and hungover from the Super Bowl, but thrilled and honored to join you as always. Until then, enjoy the weekend. From the Fox News Podcasts Network, subscribe and listen to the Trey Gowdy Podcast. Former federal prosecutor and four-term U.S. congressman from South Carolina brings you a one-of-a-kind podcast. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com. Listen to the show ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.